Previously on Searching for Ghosts. So I decided to look up Valerie's handler at the time, Harry Oaks. Valerie has passed on, but Oaks is still doing search and rescue with his organization, International Canine Search and Rescue Services. Yeah, well, unfortunately, about five or six years after that case, of course, we've been doing a lot of cases since then, somehow we got some kind of a major virus, and that's before we even thought about backing up files, and everything got destroyed, everything. September 15, 1996, just one month after Casey goes missing. Cindy receives an anonymous phone call stating that there is a corpse down in the river. That's your girl, Casey, the caller said. October 19, 1996, a search was conducted but turned up nothing. Four officers and more than a dozen volunteers combed a 500-acre area east of Milan. For eight hours, they searched near the Gibson and Carroll County line. The search was formed after several tips were received by law enforcement. Lieutenant Jerry Hartsfield says he suspects foul play. One year after Casey disappeared on August 15, 1997, Gibson County Sheriff Joe Shepard, who joined the investigation recently, was asked if there were any suspects in the possible abduction scenario. Quote, We have someone we think is a strong possibility, but no hardcore proof. We had divers out looking last week in a spot following a tip. Unquote. There are no news reports about divers searching any body of water during the first week of August in 1997. This is rural West Tennessee. Its woods are thick and swampy. There are numerous watershed lakes, with creeks and rivers that permeate through the flat landscape. There are plenty of places for people to hide and hide things. In the Hatchie River bottom, just a few counties south of Milan, it is rumored that biologists still uncover new species of insects that were never before known. Some people call this God's country. To others with nefarious motives, it's the devil's playground. I'm Brandon Barnett, and this is Searching for Ghosts. When I first interviewed Don, who was in part responsible for bringing Harry Oaks and Valerie to town in 1996, she didn't remember that the team came back just a year and a half later. But in a February 18, 1998 release from the Casey McDaniel and Kevin McClam search committee, care of the Bank of Milan, the following was announced, quote, The Casey McDaniel and Kevin McClam search committee is attempting to raise funds to bring in a professional canine search and rescue dog handler team from the Portland, Oregon-based International Canine Search and Rescue Services. IK9SARS specializes in finding missing children with the National Missing Children's Locate Center, unquote. The cost for bringing Harry and Valerie to town was $2,500. Just five days later, Billy Hale from the Missing Children's Locate Center Casey's mother, Cindy, and a psychic named Dorothy Allison once again brought national exposure to Casey's disappearance after appearing on the Lisa television show, featuring host Lisa Gibbons. According to the Jackson Sun, efforts to find Casey intensified due to the tips received after the Lisa airing. In the first week of March, 1998, almost 18 months after Casey went missing, 
Law enforcement searched two ponds in the area based on tips from the March 1, 1998 edition of the Jackson Sun. Quote, A psychic's vision brought more than 30 volunteers and the Gibson County Sheriff's Department dive team to a Milan area pond Saturday in search of missing Casey McDaniel. After seven hours of dragging the bottom of the five-acre pond near Cades and sending divers into frigid waters where drag nets couldn't go, the search was called off. Unquote. The psychic was Dorothy Allison, who was responsible for the second police sketch that was revealed on the Lisa show. Allison stated that McDaniel would be found somewhere with a pond, fallen trees, a zoo, a playground, and a picnic area. The pond that was searched was on the grounds of a business called Best Parties Ever, which housed a petting zoo. Best Parties Ever was not in operation at the time of Casey's disappearance. There is no mention in the report of search and rescue dogs being used. But just five days later, the Jackson Sun reported that Harry Oaks and Valerie were back in town, looking at another pond on Middle Road in Milan. And from an article in the Milan Mirror Exchange, there was another scent dog on the scene from the Carroll County Rescue Team that was assisting Oaks and Valerie. From the March 6, 1998 edition of the Jackson Sun, quote, Two dogs trained to act at a scent of a human body alerted in the same area of a small farm pond off Milan's Middle Road. Unquote. According to reports, there were two reasons for searching the Middle Road Pond. One, a man that authorities had their eye on went fishing in the pond. And two, after reading about the psychic-inspired search, a woman had reported a stench coming from the pond about 20 days after Casey went missing. Oak said at the time that the dogs were alerting to a scent that was human. Quote, it's definitely a human because of the way she is alerted and from the way she's been trained. There are animal bones everywhere out here, and they've ignored them, unquote. It took two days to drain the pond, so it was declared a crime scene at the end of day one. Police had to close off Middle Road after some people were caught trying to sneak onto the property. The following day, Valerie once again alerted after being shown a tennis shoe of Casey's. Some clothing was found that was determined not to be Casey's as well as a nearly intact spinal cord. Forensic experts said that this and other bones found at the scene were animal remains. From the Jackson Sun, quote, But searchers did find some articles of clothing Saturday that Milan Police Chief Winfrey McCoy said investigators will try and match with the disappearance of a woman reported about four months after Casey disappeared. Harry Oaks, the owner of a dog trained to find dead bodies by scent, said clothing found included a hat, t-shirt, woman's underwear, and a shoe, unquote. The article said that Valerie also hit on a death scent on the clothing itself. But Harry Oaks remembers something about that day that wasn't mentioned in the media. We actually went to a pond, and I think it was near Milan, where the diver found a piece of a human. And he brought it up to shore. It was a chunk of meat, and it was human. And uh, we found the railroad ties. We found the that we did the body down. We found the clothes and the clothesline that still had the loops in it for the legs and the wrists. And a bird came down right in front of him and I and took that piece of meat away before we could pack it up in a bag and take off with it. And him and I looked at each other like, oh, not, I won't say what we said, but it was like, oh my God. And that, so that was one, that was the lake where Valerie was alerting. And that was, I, the diver that dove that can testify to that. He, he was a witness bird come down and pick it up right as where he put it. Fast forward to 2004. A news report reveals that a Mississippi psychic interested in the case offers to help investigators. In July of 2004, police drained a pond along Highway 423 in neighboring Carroll County. 
Listed in a timeline, not the body of the article, was this statement. Quote, July 21, 2004. A cadaver dog belonging to Carroll County indicates two possible locations of human remains in a pond on private property on Tennessee 423. Unquote. Again, the search yielded no results. Milan Police Assistant Chief Tim Wright said this, quote, This doesn't mean she isn't there, but at this point, I can't say whether we'll go back to search again. Unquote. Remember this at the end of episode 5? Last week, the person helping me behind the scenes received a tip from a source about a possible dump site. They went out to investigate this and found skeletal remains. We have a pic of the remains at sfgpodcast.com so you can see what was found. Tell us what you think. This area was a bridge in Carroll County. If cadaver dogs alert in bodies of water in two different counties, does this mean that the dogs were wrong? Wouldn't a body have to be moved in order to have the dogs detect a scent in both locations? Not necessarily. The possible dump site is in a creek area. You have multiple creeks and rivers that connect in one way or another to all these bodies of water. And while the natural water flow of some of these rivers wouldn't account for some of the findings, flooding might. Water can travel in the opposite direction during a flood. There were multiple occurrences of flooding between the time Casey disappeared and March of 1998 when the ponds were searched in Gibson County. This isn't a clear-cut explanation, but it is a theory to consider. Okay, let's let's do this. I have three 55-gallon drums in front of my house. One, number one, number two, and number three. In number two, I put a cantaloupe size of garlic in there. Now, let's say I give you a glass of water from number one, it's going to taste just like water. Now, let's say I give you a glass of water from number three, it's going to taste like water. But then when I give you the glass of water from number two that has the garlic in there, the size of a cantaloupe, even if it's dissolving in there, you're going to taste that garlic, right? All right. So that's, it's no different. If uh, the water can carry microbe scent, it, it, it may be something we can't even see. You know, like I said, a little, one single little fat tissue cell can be carried downstream for miles by fish or just by the current and lodge in the mildew and the mold and the moss and mud, and the dog's going to pick it up. I also remember the predation. I mean, I see this all the time where, let's say a bird of, let's say a hawk or a osprey or something like that comes down and they're going to smell the dead body and, and if they can, they're going to get in there and eat a piece as much as they can. Now let's say they carry it off to avoid the other birds, the other rodents and whatever, and they land at the, near the other pond and drop it in there while they're eating or a piece of it is pooped out from the other end, it's still human. The dogs are still going to smell it. And the same thing if a, if a nutria or something else picks up, or a snapping turtle picks up a, like a finger, starts chomping on it, and takes it to the other pond and settles down and then poops it out there. Well, the dog's going to hit there. But this theory is only worth considering if the dump site tip is credible and if we believe the dogs. I can't find much research at all concerning the effectiveness of search and rescue dogs. But I did find one small study from the Wilderness Medical Society in 2015. The study included 10 dogs and 10 dog handler pairs. The dogs tested scored at 76.4% successful overall, 
with an effectiveness of 62.9%. While the Milan Police Department will not communicate with me, they have made sure to get word to me about the people that they do not deem credible, and Harry Oaks was one name mentioned. But Mr. Oaks has had over 12,000 cases in 31 years, and has an A rating with the Better Business Bureau. And Oaks isn't bashful about answering his critics. Yeah, the things we tell people is that a search dog does not know how to lie. So if they put their ears down and their tail down, which is what we call a death alert, there's a body in there, or there was a body in there. And in, in, in 45 years of search and rescue, and 31 of them being with the canines, not one single person's been able to come forward with documentation, like I have, to back up everything I have said and done that has already been validated by both the FBI as well as the uh, Department of Justice. It seems that a common theme with this case is that the more we find out, the more questions we have. Who was the person of interest who fished at the pond? Is the reported dump site tip in Carroll County credible? Could a body been dumped in Carroll County and have dogs pick up on the scent in Gibson County? Are the railroad ties and flesh-stealing bird mentioned in the official report of the Middle Road Pond search? And if the death scent clothes recovered were not Casey's, whose were they? You've been listening to the Left of Nashville Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.